How's it going, Mike? <laughs> Good tune. Absolutely, <coughs> man. Wow. I don't Great know times. who I thought that was, but uh, yeah, it's like Dobie Do Gray. Never even heard of the guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like a classic, classic rock jam. <coughs> yeah, black guy. Uh, very surprised. <laughs> really? <laughs> By the talent? <laughs> no, no, I thought it was a white guy that sang that song for some reason. Oh, yeah, the voice. Yeah, the voice kind of goes that route, I guess. Right. Eh, not enough, dude. Not enough funk. Not enough funk. Are you saying it was just kind of a it, mellow mood, maybe, with the uh, the tune there, right? Great tune. Great tune. Yeah. Expect a little better out of a brother. You know? <laughs> oh, <man. Just> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was all right. Yeah, well, all right. Not too used to the... Uh... It's funny... Um... Thinking of people and then seeing them from like a music perspective, like uh, I yeah. never like like Bob Seger kind of blew my mind when I found out how he looked. But so did Jimi yeah. Hendrix. Like I kind of thought Jimi Hendrix Hendrix looked like Bob Seger, and then I saw Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. And I was like, whoa! As a little kid, that like blew my mind. And this, you know, we grew up in the time before the internet where you could just easily search people. So it wasn't really until you saw like the the cover of the album or something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. For a lot of these classic rock artists that you got like some, you know, a good idea of who these people were. So, wow, that is crazy before the internet. Yeah. And then you see guys like Rod Stewart and you're like, "Oh, what's going on here? <laughs> what's happening?" Video killed the radio star. <laughs> Rod Stewart blows my mind. How he was like considered like sexy or a sex symbol is just <coughs> the craziest thing to me. Why is that? You don't think he's sexy? No, and he didn't he do the song about being sexy? <laughs> Too sexy for my shirt. I don't think that was it, but oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> no. that's from like, the nineties. To be honest with you, I don't think I know who Rod Stewart is. <laughs> Now that now that we're getting deep into it, <laughs> I think about, I had an, about enough Rod Stewart information in my head to last five seconds of that conversation. <laughs> Rod Stewart, dude. I haven't thought about Rod Stewart in a long time, man. His name was Rod, like Ro deep, like a Rod. Yeah, Rod, like a <laughs> yeah, like a Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Rod. Rod's a funny name. What is that short for, Rod? Roddington? Roddard? No, that would <laughs> sound right. <laughs> What's that short for? Short for my dick! <laughs> Rod I call him the big Rod. Did you say Roddington? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the sheriff, right? I don't know, dude. Rod sounds really... I thought his name was Ron. Like with an N. Ron Stewart. Ron Stewart sounds... Now, Ron Stewart sounds like the plumber showing up at your house to, you know, fix Yeah, your Ronald toilet. Stewart sounds like a normal <laughs> name. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Rod. I, I don't know if I've known any Rods in my life. I've known a Ron. That sounds like a Rods. name you fucking made up. <laughs> yeah, Rod does sound fake. That's a fake name. I think he's British. Those British people, they got weird fucking names over uh, there. So. so maybe it's like Brody. Brody. <laughs> Cut off the ends, you got a rod. Oh, I see. The rod is within the roadie. A, yeah. a Brody with no bread is just rod. <laughs> a Brody sandwich? Yeah, I guess the rod must come from within a name. Yeah, I guess I've really connected that. Well, I guess I'm just going to, we'll have to chalk it up to cultural appropriation. <laughs> I don't know why it made me think of this, but I knew a guy whose name was Arnold. Okay. He was yeah. Arnold, and he was Asian. Oh, and it, yeah. it always threw me off. Just being an Arnold? As Asian as can be. As Asian as can be, like, from Asia, like, accent. Arnold. And his name was fucking Arnold. <laughs> be like, what's up, man? I'm like, be like I'm Arnold. What? Yeah, Arnold's an interesting one. Uh, I would maybe an Asian Arnold. 
You've never seen an Asian Arnold. Well, I don't know. I've never been to any Asian country. I have no, no idea. Okay, okay. Look, no, there's, I, no I Asian, there's no Asian Arnold outside of America. I'm going to toss this right out now. there. We have no idea how popular Arnold Schwarzenegger could be in any of these Asian countries. Oh, wow. Too, sh- too fucking shit on that one, Frank. I didn't even think about Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's an international superstar, dude. Absolutely. Come on. And he can't even say it right. So, of course, the Asians thought they were saying it right. <laughs> Arnold. <laughs> Arnold. You know? <laughs> Arnold, man. Yeah. Arnie. That's right. That's good stuff. Yeah, I've, uh, I like uh, the idea of that. That would be my guess. I can't think of any other super famous Arnold. Other than, what, the cartoon character? And then, uh, yeah, that's it. There's no other Arnold. Right? No, there is that one guy, uh, Tom Arnold. Oh, that's the last name. Good call. Uh, wow, but it's funny. I was, no, but I was tossing my head. What's that What's that dude from Roseanne? I know you name? pictured him. Yeah, you can picture him. It took me a while to get it. I was, I was thinking of true lies the whole time because Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow, and Tom Arnold. That was very, uh, very good casting right there. Nice job, James Cameron. That was a good one. By the way. Where's Jeff Yang? Uh, he should do a report on true lies and how James Cameron hates Afghanistan, uh, Afghanis. <laughs> 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 Always makes them the terrorist in his movies. Right? Where, were, where were the Jeff Yangs of the world back in uh, 1992 when these movies were coming out, man? They didn't exist. They woke, no, nobody cared. You know why? Because back then it was men. Real men and women who didn't give a fuck about you, Yang, whatever your name is. I just, oh man, I don't know what. It's funny. We talked about this a week ago. It still like boils my blood. I like see commercials for Avatar. I'm like, fuck you, Jeff Yang, you racist bastard. Like, I'm getting so angry at this guy. Like, how could you see a a fake movie totally make believe on a fucking fictitious planet uh, in the middle of nowhere and you're just claiming racism through everything? You maniac. It's crazy shit. We live in a crazy world. <laughs> no, unbelievable. I just can't get over it. I can't get over that. The wokeism just was this poison that American, American culture took willfully, and it has just ruined everything. And if yeah, I got to ask you, name one, anybody who, uh, who, who can, name one thing that it made better for anybody. Is anybody happier? Does anybody feel like this is better? I guess everything's more equal, right? Isn't that... Is it? Is it? Are these movies better now that nobody's watching them? I mean, we are equal because nobody's watching them. Did you watch the Golden Globes, my man? No. No, I didn't. I didn't even know what happened. So the Golden Globes was canceled last year, or at least they didn't televise it. Because there was all this controversy that it wasn't inclusive enough, and uh, there were all these issues. Oh, fuck yourself. I'm not kidding. This is what happened. So only in Hollywood, you fucking pussies. So they they aired it this year finally because there was a guarantee from the associations that it was going to be fully inclusive. And what does that mean, Mike? What does it mean when we go fully in- when we're all in on the inclusivity? No white people. Yeah, that's right. Well, the only white guy that won was uh, Steven Spielberg, apparently. Uh, but uh, you know what that means? He likes the D. Yeah, there's something. Spielberg creeps me out. <laughs> I bet you guy. he was on Epstein Island. Oh, I guarantee it. There's something up with Spielberg. I'm telling you. It was actually something. the only reason I made AT. Uh. You know what's up with Spielberg? <laughs> Spielberg likes to make a lot of movies with kids. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> kind of bothers me. This guy loves working with kids. Look at his track record. He's always got kids involved in his filming. What's up with this dude? <clears throat> He's a weirdo. Now that I think about it, he he did E.T., right? Yes, everything. He did got all a, the kid movies. Got a strange man. stranger, I'm assuming an adult, comes into the house with the kids. He forces them to keep it a secret. Indiana Jones, too. Why the Asian kid? Why couldn't the you Asian just have kid? like a normal sidekick? You got to have the Asian kid. What's up with you? What's up with you, Steven? I know. I, I, I think there's something going Ooh. on here. But uh, they, they were Didn't all... he do Hook? 
He did do hook. See, you're catching up. Yeah, yeah, dude. And you did it a little too good. You know what I'm saying? He loves working with kids, Mike. And what's his name? Looks like he fucks with a couple kids, too. I don't know who you're talking about, but I'll just say... Uh, The retard with Tom Cruise. The retard with Tom Cruise. It was the retard Tom Cruise's brother. He's in Hook. He's Captain Hook. (laughs) Dustin Hoffman, dude. Dustin Hoffman. The retard. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're obviously referring to Rain Man. (laughs) Great movie. (laughs) Great movie. One of the best, you know, obviously. Great movie. So, dude, the Golden Globes were all inclusive, and they guaranteed that they would be really. Dude, that's not Rain Man. That's with fucking what's his name is the lawyer. When Dustin Hoffman's the retard, he's Ra- it's Rain Man with Tom Cruise. No, Rain Man is fucking Matt Dillon, and the is a fucking he's like the the kid that's got cancer. That's the Rain Maker. Touche. <laughs> Dude, everybody knows Rain Man. Rain Man, you're right, you're right. Rain Man. Man. (laughs) You're right, you're right. Come on, dude. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Let me give you that one. (laughs) Speaking of of dudes who went full retard, uh, (laughs) Sean Penn was at the Golden Globes, Mike. You're going to love this. From the otherworldly courage of young Iranians rising up. To the ever-persevering women's movement of Afghanistan. We are reminded in no uncertain terms that the freedom to dream is not simply a human luxury, but rather a human need that must be fought and sacrificed for. If the freedom to dream were a spear, I proudly present a human being who tonight represents that spear's most honed tip. Talking about his Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you're <laughs> the winners of the 80s Golden Globe Award ceremony. The award no! No! The Second World War wasn't over yet, but the time was taught on you who would win. There were still battles and tears ahead. It was then when the Golden Globe Award appeared to honor the best performers of the country. It is now 2023. The war in Ukraine is not over yet, but the tide is coming, and it is already clear. It's not over yet, baby. There were still battles and tears ahead, but now I can definitely tell you who was the best in the previous year. It was you, the free people of the free world. Those who united around the support of the free Ukrainian people in our common struggle for freedom, democracy, for the right to live, to love, to give birth. (laughs) Dude, who you are, no matter where you are from, no matter who. All right, see, there he is, dude. Are you serious right now? Yeah, that was a legitimate clip. From the Golden Globes, oh. Sean Penn almost started crying when he introduced him as the tip of his spear. Uh, these guys obviously had some sort of uh, relationship. I'm not going to you know, yeah. go any further. He was than clearly that. on the tip of your spear 10 minutes before <laughs> that fucking introduction, dude. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> and, yeah, it was. What the... is going on here? How weird is Aren't it? Aren't you supposed to be in war? Why does this. You're hanging out with Sean Penn? <laughs> Why does Sean Penn love him so much? What's going on with this guy? <laughs> no, 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 no. I know why Sean Penn loves him so much. Oh, the cameras are on him. <laughs> Sean Penn loves everybody that's got cameras on him. <laughs> if you could get a camera on Sean Penn, he loves you. There's, <laughs> that's right. That's no, that's no question. Why, why does Zelensky love this guy? Do you re- Zelensky, nobody listening to Sean Penn is against your war or sending you money. It's everybody else you got to convince. It was a funny, funny moment. Uh, I uh, did not watch the show per se. I just caught some clips and uh, snippets. Um, God, that's a good one, man. You got me on that one, dude. Yeah, I, I knew was you not didn't see it coming. Expecting yeah, Z. Zelensky. Who was expecting to not, see Zelensky, man? Not even Zelensky. Sean Penn. 
presenting Zelensky as as the tip of the spear of freedom and democracy, the guy who got put into power through a coup orchestrated by the United States. Yeah, democracy. Come on, Mike. We do it everywhere. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking sick and disgusting is this? What are we doing? What a fucking pony show. This is why is he in these award shows? What meaning is it to have Zelensky do anything at these things? It's just the strangest. You, you most- ever seen uh <clears throat> you ever seen that movie? I think it's called uh Flags of Our Fathers. Yeah, that's a Clint Eastwood movie, I believe. Okay, then that's not the is he in it? He directed it. Oh. Yeah, it's the movie about the uh, <laughs> the famous statue of of the Marines on Iwo Jima when they raised the flag. That's right, yeah. That's the movie, right? Sure, yes. Absolutely. And remember, uh, so in the movie, it's the guys who, who were famously fi- who were fam- famously photographed taking, you know, they were the, fam- they were the ones from the photograph. The dudes that are the uh, guys holding up the flag. It's like four guys, and they're putting up a pole, and it's like an action shot. It's like at a 45, they're about to get it up, you know, and you can see all of them. Like, it's the most famous the picture, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and um, what's, what's crazy is, uh, I think they talk about it, yeah, they definitely talk about it in the movie, but the truth is, that photo, actually, it's not what you think it is. It didn't, after the war, it was like one of the hardest battles of the Pacific War, they take over Iwo Jima. These Marines put up the flag, right? Mm. And like sometime later, it fell down. So the photo that was actually taken, the, fo- <clears throat> the photo that you're seeing, it wasn't even like guys that were in the battle. <laughs> yeah, they were just picking up a flag. They were just putting the on flag on a windy day. Up. Yeah. You know, it was like later on, but there was no photo- photographers. There at the battle. That's how bad it was. You sure. Know? And uh, anyways, the guy, the movie, the whole movie, they, this, the, especially the Indian guy has the biggest problem with the fact that he's not even a Marine anymore. He's just going around advertising for war bonds. You know what I mean? You're pretty okay. much just a fucking, you're a commercial for the military at this point. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> My whole point is, that's what Zelensky is. You are no longer, don't even tell me you're leading any kind of war, dude. You spend way too much going to black tie events, too much time at black tie events to be leading an actual war. Absolutely. Right? Yes. You're coming here with fucking Sean Penn to the goddamn global, the <laughs> Golden Globe Awards in a country halfway across the world? Uh, he was on a Why? screen. He was on a screen. Like he yeah, did, I don't, but yeah, I, from Poland. From Poland. We know he's not in Ukraine. I know. Dude, you're not a fucking hero. You're not a war leader. No. You're I, the fucking you're just this pawn that they're putting on all the TV and they're using you as to, as a as a as a way to raise money. It's a great comparison. He's literally just a salesperson trotting for out war there bonds. To, yeah, for war bonds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's and it's just so infuriating cuz if you can see it, you see it. And if you don't, I don't know. Well, like the things I hear about this war from Americans is like, dude, <clears throat> what? You mean people- you didn't give a <laughs> fuck about Ukrainians a, a year ago? You guys didn't give a fuck about the Syrians. Still don't. Still don't. Did we care about the Afghanis or the Iraqis? Still don't. I don't think so. And at least I'm mad enough to admit it. I don't care about the Ukrainians. I don't care about anybody. So. Yeah, well, I, you treat them all the same. We, we feel the same, I guess, about all the people. And look, we're not even including half the countries we've just been droning for a decade. Well, Muslims aren't really people. So. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck you, Helen. No, but it's funny you say that because that's essentially how our government has treated them over the last you know, well, 15, 20 years. <clears throat> well, yeah, they've, uh, we've been pretty ruthless in that part of the world, um, militaristically, and especially with our drone warf- warfare. And, you know, I mean, we've killed a lot of innocent people. And now all of a sudden, 
we're really bent out of shape over Ukraine? Really? This is a really strange and bizarre situation here. And this Zelensky fella, in hindsight, now it seems appropriate for them to put an actor and a comedian into this role as president of Ukraine. Because you're just going around. You're an ad- Yes, you're an advertiser. That's what you needed in the role. You needed an actor. Yeah. A fundraiser. You need someone who could say the lines, but sell the lines. What are they? Uh, it's like you're running a telethon. Yeah, you're, that's a great call. Yeah, he's on a telethon constantly. And in different countries. By the way. This- oh, we got France calling in. France, what do you got for me? Two helicopters? Oh, oh hey. we got to beat that. Can we hit 10 million? Oh. Can we hit 10 million today, people? I want to go to sleep. Oh, I see you, Spain. Come on, baby. Bring it my way. Oh. España, come on. <laughs> What's crazy yeah. is this fucking telethon is racking in billions upon billions of dollars and 10% is going to the fucking big guy. Oh, absolutely, dude. Never forget that this is a fucking laundromat. (laughs) That's the truth. And so this clown is going around advertising and pulling in dough from everybody, but mostly America. And that's our money. That's our taxpayer dollars. Funneling Absolutely. right into Ukraine through Ukraine. Oh, I'd love to ride the sewers of that laundromat. <laughs> There's definitely a few rat kings up in that place. I'll tell you what, man. If you ever ride the sewers, the sewer lines of a uh, laundromat, oh, you what? literally come back with like ten dollars and change. I was really expecting a lot higher than ten dollars and change, but uh, ten dollars sounds pretty good. Well, usually you just get shit, so ten dollars and change. <laughs> So welcome gift, Frank. <laughs> it's oh, the man. only sewer that pays you. So, dude, uh... The Golden Globes, man, uh, it was a hugely, hugely inclusive event, and uh, it was a very big deal because... Uh, Are they overlooking the fact that Zelensky's a white man? <laughs> well, dude, you're going to miss the fact that uh, oh, sorry. Wakanda Forever won uh, an award for Best Actress. What? <laughs> I forgot that was a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Angela Bassett, I believe, if I remember correctly. And, um, who Angela Bassett is that right? I don't know, I can't remember. Uh, anyways, oh, was, she's was the best actress, one best actress. Uh, it was a huge deal. Um, it was all over, uh, everyone was freaking out. And, uh, oh no, maybe it wasn't, uh, who was it? Yeah, Angela Bassett. No, who it was someone who won for Wakanda Forever. Yeah, Angela Bassett. Yeah, is that it? Yeah. So it's on the notes. There it is. Well, yeah, I wasn't sure. I just threw the name in there because, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I try to, uh, I speed, I speed. Yeah, we verify it. nothing. <laughs> no need. They were making a huge sh- deal about it, man. One thing our fans love about us is uh, we shoot from the hip at all times. <laughs> and that's how we do it, man. Um <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it, uh, it was a huge deal, whoever won, and then all I could think about was how they showed all these different uh, people from different cultures. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, I guess, uh, she won some sort of supporting actress in a role, and all, all these you know, Asian Americans, uh, black Americans, everybody, right? Everyone won these awards. It was very celebratory. And I just kind of thought, like, isn't it kind of cheap in your minds because you're winning now, but after you complained and boycotted for a year, now the institution's like, okay, fine, we'll award you guys, and we're now you're you're all you're just right, you're all just being awarded for the color of your skin or your ethnicity, and and it's, there's zero merit now to this award. Like, doesn't it feel cheap to you at this point? Isn't this a cheap win? It's like being protesting for 10 years, saying, whoa, 
There's no five seven bald guys with small dicks winning. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then ten years later, you guys finally change the rules, and then I win. Oh, I'm the best actor in the world. <laughs> I just, I'm like, I'm reading these articles about all the different winners and how incredible it is and diverse, and all I could think is, okay, but after you guys complained and then made them check off all these boxes now you're all winners well great here you know enjoy your awards but did you really win did you really win you you narrowed you narrowed the parameters down to a point where you were now the best and you just lowered this bar. I don't know what it yeah. is. I don't even know how to describe you it. You narrowed the parameters. Listen, I couldn't win because there was too many people. So now there's no more white people. Ah, I still didn't win. All right, now there's no... <laughs> yeah, it's just the weirdest thing. All I could think of is, like, complaining about not getting something. Uh, like, like um, being in a, a competition and getting second place and then complaining. And because I'm complaining so much, the next race, they just give me a trophy. Well, am I going to really feel like a winner with that trophy? I'm still second place. I'm still a fucking loser. But now I have the trophy and they're call- they're calling me a winner. Like, it's just, it would feel cheap. Good call. It would it's feel. still a second place I performance. I would feel second you place. Just have, you just, you're, you're, you're the dude, that dude swimmer. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's weird. Right, it's like when the girl was sitting there with the second place trophy, but she was really first place. And you're sitting there with the first place trophy, you're the dude swimming against chicks, it's not really your trophy. It's just a weird scenario, I just feel like, (laughs) okay, I didn't come to this event last year because I'm complaining that you're not giving the award to Asians. And so this year I show up and I beat out Steven Spielberg because I'm Asian. Do I feel really (laughs) satisfied with this victory now? You know, or like I'm an Asian really actor and I beat Chris Pratt. Did Wait. I really beat him because I'm a better actor or do I beat him because I'm an Asian oh, guy? Oh, and here's the problem. You might have, but we'll never know. But I'll never know. That's the point. I'm just, yeah. I'm just not even saying from my perspective, the viewer or anybody else. I'm saying if you're the guy who wins this trophy now and you're an Asian dude oh, and you just yeah. beat Chris Pratt and all these other actors and you're walking up there. Do you feel satisfied now because they're so inclusive with these award ceremonies? Do you really? Because because I don't think you really feel truly like a winner because it wasn't an even playing field now, really. Because now we've made a big fucking deal about including everyone. Instead of just basing it on the merits of your talent or the quality of the product you just presented. Now yeah, we're, we're rewarding you because you're black or Asian or a woman or trans. That's why you're getting the reward. We're all going to stand and applaud and be, and be so proud of our fucking selves because we're rewarding and being inclusive. When <clears throat> in reality, are we rewarding the true winners of the competition? Are we truly giving first place their accolades? We're not. And, and so stand up there, accept your trophy, but that smile looks a little fake. You don't look like someone who truly won or earned that award. You look like someone who got it because you bitch. You look like LeBron getting his free throws because he complained on the last fucking play. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a really good call because then nobody looks happier than that person that actually overcame. Like, you believe it's a white man's world, and you come in as a black woman, and you win? Like, holy shit. That's, you know? Sure. I just, look, uh... I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It just, it takes away a lot. Denzel Washington has two Academy Awards for Best Actor. Did anyone complain the two years prior that no black men were winning awards? No, he just went out there and won. He made a great fucking movie, acted his life away, and won a fucking award. And he made a lot of movies where he didn't win awards. You know, and he didn't deserve them. Not because he was black, but because... Those movies didn't deserve awards. What a backwards time we had. And so I, I was just going through these articles about the Golden Globes. I'm like, are, do you guys feel fucking proud of yourselves now? Congratulations, because this award means nothing and the ceremony's bullshit, and that's why no one's watching. That's why nobody's watching. Nobody right fucking here. cares. Nobody Dude, Nobody's cares. even seen the movies you guys are, are fucking winning awards for. You know? We've just we've established this culture in America now. We're rewarding people not because of their talents or because they truly earned it, but because they have to. They checked off the fucking box, and yeah. that's just. Uh, we, we should be really fucking proud of ourselves because it's just disgusting to me. It's un. 
unbelievable. It's just you're narrowing the parameters until the person you want to win wins. Yeah. It's a terrible. Yeah, exactly, man. It's crazy. And uh, that's basically uh, how we get uh, buffoons like we have in Joe Biden's administration. And they're running the show, such as uh, our transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, Mike. And <laughs> I don't know if you uh, caught the debacle with the FAA yesterday. Uh, Emma's out of town. She took a flight today. I've been told by Pete Buttigieg that everything is great. Well, okay. flights we were need still- to focus on the wins. And the problem is we're all just focusing too much on, on the loss. Well, I heard a personal uh, story that flights were still delayed by at least two hours today uh, in you know response or Frank, if I know Pete, yesterday. he would tell you that is a time that you should spend. You know, maybe it's a good time to just like reconnect with some people. You know, call some people that you haven't talked to in a long time. Mike, I'm thinking it's time uh, the Biden administration rethink about who they have in the position at the uh, transportation <laughs> transportation sec- yeah. secretary. Hire one of those other guys we never heard of. Uh, they seem to do a great job. Well, Mike, they don't seem to uh, think that there's a problem, uh, apparently, and this is a, what uh, my favorite, and we haven't been down this road in a while, Karine Jean-Pierre, ha oh, wee wee! What does she got to say? <laughs> Thank you, Karine. First, does President Biden... And I am going to kick it off with a little doozy. <laughs> oh, Frank, warm me up, man. I got to brush my hair, my two hairs. <laughs> the doocity do. I got to spray the banaka. Get ready. Transportation Secretary Buttigieg. Yes. Why? We'll start it from the beginning. Thank you, Corrine. First, does President Biden have confidence in Transportation Secretary Buttigieg? Yes. Why? Because Secretary Buttigieg is a, uh, is he respects uh, the secretary and the work that he has been doing. Uh, you have seen the secretary on TV. You have, heard, you have spoke, probably spoken to him uh, yourself, and they are doing everything that they can to make sure that the experience uh, that uh, Americans have uh, uh, is a good one. That's why they've held the uh, airlines uh, accountable. You've seen the, the, the secretary do that over and over again, and we understand. We understand. What Actually, hold on. Stop right there. Stop right there. By held accountable, I watched one of these interviews. He asked them to do their best. That's that right. was literally his solution. That's right, man. They promised they're going to do their best. <laughs> and they didn't. And what really happened is uh, <laughs> the system fell apart and everyone was grounded. <laughs> this guy's an idiot. He needs to go back to breastfeeding. I love that question from Deucey. God damn. Yeah, and uh, it was such a genius (laughs) question. Do they still have faith in him? My favorite part actually is the very (laughs) beginning. Uh, just the way he says, "Like, thank you, Kareen." Like he's got this, like you just know some Deucey questions coming, you know. (laughs) And she knows it too. And he just—you could just hear the smirk in in the voice. It's fantastic. And I'm not even a huge fan of Deucey. I just, I love how oh, he he's just... got the attitude. He's giving it to a lot of girls who didn't want it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he's giving it to her there. It's just, he has just totally owned the Biden administration press secretaries. This entire round, dude. He's definitely fucking sacky, man. Yeah, I think there's something going on there. I don't know if it's still going on, but. There was a lot of heat there. No doubt about it. No, I mean, look at what's going on between him and Jean Jean It's not the same, you know. Wee oui, wee. Oui. The secretary has been very clear uh, on uh, making sure that they are held accountable. Has put in uh, processes in place to make sure that that uh, occurs. And yes, the president has confidence in, in Secretary Buttigieg. Oh, lots of confidence. Yes, lots of confidence. Excellent. Very nice. He's the only one. Who Pete? No, no. Uh, Biden's the only one oh, with confidence because okay. yeah. we're all looking at him and confidence isn't growing I'll tell you that much does this have anything to do with Pete booted booty gig no it doesn't booty gig you've been in this office for two years this is like the fourth time you have been in like the mainstream media I don't even know any other transportation secretary of my life none of them None of them even made a ripple in the ocean of news. Yeah. 
Right? Absol- oh, man, absolutely. I mean... And it's not because you're so good I keep hearing about you. It's like failure after failure after failure. It's unbelievable. How do you possibly fail that much at a job where your only job is to literally do nothing? Show up, smile once in a while on camera. Problem for Pete is he has to take all the heat from the effects of his, the Biden administration vaccine mandate. It's the mandate. Yo, did you, so I don't know if I went over this with you, but uh, so you ta- you talked about it, right? You, you played the clip. All of these trades across the country, they saw a forty nine percent decrease in uh, applications, right? Over the course of two years, or one over yeah, the course years. of the past two years. Yes, the military saw a fifty percent drop wow. in recruitment <laughs> over two years, right? That's not good. Yeah, airlines, the pilots, all these programs, all these college programs. Colleges saw fifty huge decreases, especially amongst young males, right? That's right. It's almost like half of the population didn't want your fucking vaccine, <laughs> right? It's kind of sort of shaking out that way. It, it almost seemed like half of the people didn't want your fucking vaccine, so when you put this mandate in, everybody stopped going to your shit, right? Oh, I, I guess I'm not going to be a plumber. Like, you wow. really thought being a plumber in the union was that great that they're going to risk their lives and their future for just to go be an apprentice? No. Fuck that. I, I don't believe in your shot. I don't want it. It's pretty wild that it is coming back to the mandates. I always believe it would. I always believed it would. Because Everybody who required the shot lost 50% of the people that they were, you know what I mean? It's, well, they didn't want to report the numbers in real time. They didn't want to be honest about what was happening because they couldn't. Because if they reported truly that people were at a rate of 50% or more leaving their jobs because of the mandates, it would have proved most people or Mike was, it seems like, uh, what, 50% of the people didn't get the shots. They didn't get it. They didn't want it. So it kind of seems like you're lying so, about the 80% of people who got the shots. No, I think you are at about, I, I bet you, you get about 66 to, uh, 66% got it. I'll give them 66% because you're going to have, I believe, 50% of working age people. You're going to get more retired people, right? Absolutely. So you, you are going to have a skew towards the more. Plus, you're going to have the kids that have no choice. Which is now, and how crazy is that, that, I mean, all these reports about the adverse events, and yeah, we are just jabbing up the kids, yeah, man. The uh, kids. The, but, I mean, the kids aren't even required. It's like parents giving it to them. So, like, you have no choice. It's terrible. It's pretty terrible. What are the effects going to be on uh, bodies still growing? All I know is if you're a kid and your parents forced you to get the jab, just wait till they're older, and whatever experimental drugs come out, give it to them. Fuck them. Wow. Right? Because it's going to come a time. Yeah, well... No, 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 always <laughs> talks about the old man on the hill on the mountain. <laughs> How, uh... It's kind of like... You ever hear that story? It's essentially like what goes around comes around, right? Uh, you know... The guy ha- carrying his dad? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And, uh... <clears throat> Eventually, you get carried up the mountain, you know? Eventually, the young will carry you up the mountain uh, to die. Um, and, yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's pretty wild stuff. I, here's the thing about vaccinating the kids. If we're to believe what is to come of, these, uh, of the people who took these booster programs, man, the kids will never make it old enough to carry their parents up that hill. The parents will have to carry the kids. Yeah, sadly. Maybe. I don't know, man. Uh, you argue me on the eugenics concept. I still am, I think, entrenched in that belief. I, I think this was a uh, a big time we're going to kill off some population here, man. I still don't think so. I think it's just a bunch of morons trying to make money. All I don't right. know, man. I still have this. So my big argument with the vaccine, right, is... Okay, fine. I'll give you a safe. I'll, I'll, I, fine. It doesn't kill anybody. It doesn't give any. Fine. Prove it works. Prove to me it works. <laughs> and then we'll talk side effects. Until you can prove to me it works, I don't even want to take it. And that's not even, we're not even talking side effects yet. It doesn't work. <laughs> 
that's why I am so further in, like more on the they're killing people with this stuff because. But people are still arguing with you that you need to take it. It doesn't even work. And that's what. So it's funny that people believe you need to take more because it wanes or it wears off or it doesn't work. And my whole argument for this thing's killing you, the proof is in the pudding. It's literally not stopping you from getting COVID. You're getting COVID over and over again. You're constantly sick. It's destroying your immune system. It's pretty obvious this mRNA technology is designed to fucking kill you. It's kind of what it seems like. You don't think they thought they were doing the right thing and it's just... I've yeah, gone, dude. I I've, guess you're right. They would have changed course by now. They would have course corrected. They would have just. They haven't. But they're they're pushing it further and harder. And yeah, right. At this point, it's it. At this point, it's evil. But it's still guilt free, in in the minds of the powers that be, because you lined up and got it. They didn't force you to take it. You may not have been able to work. Maybe not eat food. <laughs> But you weren't forced to take it. They didn't. They didn't lock you up and put it in your arm. You know, it was. It was your choice. You chose to get in that line and sign up for the program over and you know, over and over again. You know, what I just love about like the Democrats. You're the big party about how like everything was Jim Crow 2.0, <laughs> right? You know. You know what was Jim Crow 2.0? I literally had to go to the back door to get my takeout. Yeah, wow. I had to call it in and then go to the back door and get my takeout. We might be canceled for this one, but I'm in. I like it. Hell yeah. Your fucking COVID shit was more Jim Crow 2.0 than anything else. COVID was fascism. I don't don't understand why people Uh, don't see that. That's what we went through. We were literally living through a show me your papers moment in time. But forget about that, Frank. We're not talking. We're not allowed to. We're going to let bygones be bygones, right? Forgive and forget. That's insane. That's insane. The vaccine thing is insane. You got to listen to that John Stewart. John Stewart did a, a whole hour special. He called, He titled it A Nuanced <laughs> Look at the COVID Vaccine. I am going to clip it this weekend and we dude, will it's do four, a dude, deep the fir- dive The on first Sunday. 45 minutes, they say that DeMar Hamlin, don't even think about the vaccine because injuries happen on the football field all the time. Yeah, but heart attacks don't, right? Heart attacks don't. Injuries do. Heart attacks don't. No, it happened to JJ Watt like two months ago. <laughs> and then, and then he goes on to talk about how like there's always been vaccine hesitancy and how great vaccines are. Yes, you. Ca- the problem is you're calling me an anti-vaxer because I don't want the COVID vaccine. I have no problem with the measles, mumps, all that vaccine because it works. Yeah. This one, I don't care if it's safe or not. It doesn't work. Safe and effective, right? Mark. It's like it's like all the assholes that go to Walmart and buy that green slime and put it in their fucking tires. <laughs> it doesn't fucking work. What green slime? Are you serious? I've never heard of this. Oh you my never God. bought that green slime? Yeah, because you're not an idiot. You're not a dope. <laughs> Frank, you spray it in your tire, and then if you hit a nail, the green slime that plugs up the hole. Oh wow, that sounds cool. Man. It's so stupid. It doesn't work. It's like Flex Seal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking idiots, man. Uh, I don't that really know. bothers I'm, me. Yeah, I'm burned on this one. I I feel like uh, what's shocking to me uh, is that you might be right, man. It might be a gen- They might be just trying to kill everyone. You're right. I mean, Fauci. They invented the vaccine and the virus. Both of them kill you. So you're right. Yeah, I think they both kill you. I don't think there's anything good that comes of getting COVID. It's a biological chemical weapon. So. You know, if you got COVID, you probably have some internal damage of some sort from this fucking weapon you inhaled and, you know, it attacked you. Unless and- you're blood type O. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Which I am. Oh, well, Yahtzee! I'm, I'm an AB man, I guess. So let's, uh, I'm dead. Are I'm you AB? Oh, God. I'm so selfish. <laughs> So so. I don't really know, actually. Uh, you can take from you can take from everybody and give to nobody. That's how I love to live my <laughs> life, my man. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
I don't know if it's still true, but there were reports a, lo- a long time ago about how uh, people with O blood were doing the best. Yeah, look, I actually, uh, man, this stretches back to the early part of the summer of 2020 when we were chatting about this frequently, but I believed then that it was genetically designed to uh, attack certain people. And and I thought that cer- was genius. Because O is like the blood that you could give to everybody, so you want them to live. It was killing a lot of people in southern Italy and uh, a lot of black people here. Yeah. The undesirables. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so we were screwed, Mike. I'm telling you. Uh, Why, because we're Italian and we have big dicks? No, I, I actually think uh, this disease is fortunately designed to kill people who were obese. And it like attacked yeah. uh, it. It attacked parts of the body that people who were overweight or elderly were unable to defend against. I don't know, man. So many fat people survived. They did, and uh, that's a testament to the human spirit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was this um, interview on NPR. I might uh, bust it out on Sunday, but uh, it was this. Uh, Lady, she's a, a larger uh, woman, and she was discussing uh, her book that she wrote on how there's all these myths about fatness and uh, how fat is healthy and all this stuff. And um, she, there's a segment in the interview where she uh, says that what people need to wake up to is the fact that uh, majority of people are fat in America, and, and the average American is actually fat. And so, if you were to describe what an average person looks like in America, it's a fat person. And so, we need to change how our standards are in our in society. We have to change what average means because in society, no, I, I'm going to call it bullshit. So, if you because you got to think of what like. The word, okay. (laughs) If you would have said the mean is fat, I'll give you the mean. All right. The mean might be fat, but the average, by definition, would be chubby. Would be chubby. Because um, by definition, average (laughs) is, you know, the sum of all divided by the parts. Yeah, absolutely. And I think she meant mean, but she... Said average. Said average, because the average would always be chubby, not skinny, not fat, right in the middle. That's she, the average person. She used fat. Know? She definitely indicated at the beginning that in order for the conversation to go forward, we needed to reestablish what our view of average was, and that average in America is a fat person. And I found that to be uh, interesting. I paused for a moment, and I was like, oh, yeah. She's she's actually probably right. Most of America is probably overweight, on average. I was, I was pretty, and so I was kind of blown away by uh, just the thought right there and how. I don't know. There's a lot of healthy. I mean, it's not hard a to lot, say. man. You know, I I supposedly live in one of the more healthy. I would call places. it fifty fifty. I don't know. I, I I'm curious. It feels like. Are we including illegals in this? Because those I'm, guys were skinny as fuck. Yeah, well, we never include them in any of our, you know, <laughs> senses. Um, it, but it does feel like, and I live in a fairly healthy region of the country. Uh, generally, people are larger, and we're thick. I'm saying this as a post-COVID lockdown world. I think that was the thickening of America. Hmm. We got large, like as an all-around country. I do gotta say, I'm kind of embarrassed because I remember a European, like, so when I was in t- I was twenty, this is fifteen years ago. He was making fun of Americans, and he loved Carhartt. Oh yeah, all right. And he was saying he loved Carhartt, and he was laughing that their smallest size was their small. Right. Oh yeah. Because he was like, even the small is a little too big. And I can't believe that's Amer- an American small. <laughs> and at the time, I wore a Carhartt small. And I laughed at him. I was like, I know, me too. But it's not, we're not all fat, dude. I wear a small and everything. And he had the point that, like, I don't remember. 
He said something about how, like, yeah, but you're going to grow into it. Oh, yeah. And now at 35, I wear a Carhartt large. Oh, man. <laughs> you succumbed to the thickening. Dude, you just proved it. Like, you just made me, like, you're right, man. The thickening of America. I thickened up. America, that we're thick. We're thick. We've thickened. So I was thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, we have gotten thickened. You know, we're just eating too much. We're hanging around the kitchen too like much. Like a Carhartt medium is like triple XL in Europe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know, I think what we need to do as a country, if we want to unthicken or dethicken or thin up, if you will, is uh, <laughs> we just got to change. <laughs> we don't even have a word for thin. It's just dethick. Dethicken. <laughs> I'm going to unfatten this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's that <laughs> word? Oh, thin it out. Sorry, I don't use it much. <laughs> I'm never thinning anything out. I'm always, never thinned in I'm my always, life. Always thickening. <laughs> always thickening. <laughs> we can always go thicker. I don't know about thinner. Never, to be honest with you, I never even heard that before. <laughs> never, even thought, never even thought about it. Uh, <laughs> What's that word, thin? Did you make that up? Is that, is that a new word? Oh, thinner. That's like we put the low-fat cheese on the sub, huh? Jimmy, no bacon on the fries. No, no, put the cheese, but no bacon. This guy's trying to, what'd you call it? He's trying to get thinner. <laughs> He's on one of them French things. What was that? Diet. I don't know. Uh, dieta? What is it called? <laughs> oh, man. I uh, had a long night the other night, and I wasn't able to pack a lunch. And then uh, we have this place. It's a Vienna hot dog, Chicago-style joint uh, by work. And I, I, I usually eat really well for lunch. I try to, like, light because I, I don't want to get sleepy and stuff. And so, you know, I do, like, salad or something like that. But uh, I, uh, I needed some comfort food, man. So I went. I went and got a fucking hot dog and fries at this uh, Vienna Chicago-style place. And the dude who runs it, Mike, is just the most Chicago fucking dude in the world, just pointing. You know, he does the three finger with the oh. thumb point, you know, and it, oh, it, it's like, it. you know, what do you want? You know, how about yeah. you? How about you? What you want? You know, and it, hey, you. It's incredible. <laughs> it's so fast. It's fantastic. It's one guy. It's just the one guy, and then he's got like the, the couple guys in the back uh, slinging the food. And it's oh, just this yeah. Italian dude. Uh, just slinging it out there, and so fun, man. Hustling, man. That's the Chicago hustle. It really is, and it was lunchtime, and it was. Uh, I got in line, and it was uh three dudes of various ages uh that looked exactly like me. We all stood there with our hands <laughs> in our pockets, exactly the same stature, same posture. Dude, everything. nobody <laughs> believes it. The, the hand in the pocket is a Midwest it's thing. Just, dude. We all stood exactly Midwesterns the same look. put the hand in the pocket. <laughs> we, we all had the jeans with the gym shoes on, you know, and the sweatshirts. Oh, the new balance. And, yeah, it was like everybody was just identical across the board, waiting in line, and just one by one, we just cruised through, and then all of us got the got the number one you know no variations nothing Double just boom 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 just right through it was incredible <laughs> it was just such a wonderful experience man dude i forgot what, <laughs> I, forgot, <laughs> I forgot what name of it was but i was at this place it's like a typical south side uh hot dog joint dude. oh yeah no joke bro it was like yeah i'll take a number one with a coke all right i'll take a number four with a diet Number three with the root beer, whatever. Then this lady walks up. Oh, God. Oh, I already know it. That number four. <laughs> dude, dude, you audibly, audibly, you heard the line just. And I didn't, I didn't even realize I was doing it. Just, oh, God. <laughs> like. So audibly noticeable, she looked back and she was just like, yeah, yeah, I'll take the number four. <laughs> <laughs> you got 
got 30 minutes for the cilantro lady. <laughs> Order the fucking food. I gotta go. It's, dude, there was some sort of like poetry in motion to just. It's a rhythm. The way all, nobody stopped a, to change something or ask a question. It's just, you could, there was a vibration uh, in the in the atmosphere the th- there. The you thing know? about Chicago is you can do whatever. You do what you want, say what you want, be an asshole, be crazy, be nice, do whatever you want. Just don't break the rhythm. <laughs> because the minute you break the rhythm, you just set everybody back. Like, it's, just, it's, it's, it's a ripple, you know? Don't break the rhythm. There's too many people. No, don't was, break the rhythm. It was really, like... I kind of, after I ordered, I got and sat at one of the bar stools and waited, and I kind of admired the line behind me, and it was moving just as quickly, and the same kind of dudes in line, and all I could think of, like, just how beautiful and seamless this was all moving, like, nobody, there was just no... No problems, no issues. Yep. No, I'm allergic to that. Is that gluten free? Like, no, you know, like there was just nothing. Nothing. Did you cook like, that in the peanut yeah, oil, exactly. bitch. We don't even know. Dude. We don't even know. It comes in an unmarked can. Is the is there any vegan this? Like nothing, dude. Just nah. just boom, bam, uh. boom. Orders of numbers. Like it was just so simple and beautiful and quiet and peaceful. And you had this. You had ESPN Sports Center on in yes. the background and some light Chicago blues music underneath that and every it was just a bunch of dudes eating their hot dogs and you're making me really homesick quick. and I love uh, you dude, I know. I was like, it was so it was like <laughs> it was just this tiny little oasis man it was this wonderful little moment in time and I was like this is beautiful this is wonderful there's like no like there's no hippies. There's no liberals. There's no like people yes. like, like fucking. You know what? The, you know what? Chicago like, joints are great at <laughs> making sure those people never come back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because those are the people you go on the on, on Yelp and it's got a two star reviews. It's your favorite wow. hot dog joint. It's got two stars because all these fucking f**ks and their blue haired girlfriends <laughs> went in there and nobody liked them. <laughs> so they complained about the dirty table and the bathroom. <laughs> You know, it is my favorite fucking joint. You know why? Because I've gone in that kitchen and their shit is clean. Yes. I've rotted the drains and they keep their shit clean. When I go to rot their drains, they cover the shit up. They don't want anything on the pans. They don't want anything to spray. You know, when you go to your fancy little shake shack, I'm rotting the line while they're (laughs) cooking your burger. They don't give a fuck. So go give them a five-star review, you blue-haired bitch. Oh, man, you're right on the money. That's so funny. They just... They, uh, you know they, why? They because got you got the one Chicago. He owns the joint, and he's hey guys, take a break. They cover everything up. You know what I mean? He oh, gives yeah. a fuck about this joint. He can't afford this place to get shut down. It's his only place. That's right, man. That's Shake right. Shack doesn't give a fuck. Not at all. You get sick because I sprayed some shit on your burger. The loyals will pay you off. Let I uh, I I go to uh, I think it's a ta- uh, East Coast like uh, New York uh, owned, but uh, it's an Italian deli. Uh, they have the best subs in town. It's a bit of way out of the ways, but uh, I was there uh, a couple days ago, and uh, it's family owned. And the younger guy there, he's probably in his you know, early thirties. He's a hothead for sure. And uh, I got in line, and he's like. You take an order yet or whatever? I'm like, no, dude. I'll, I'm like, I'll take the uh, the original, you know, 12 inch. And he goes, and this girl who I guess was kind of wandering, she goes, oh, I didn't order yet, is it, you know? And I'm like, oh, you should go first. He goes, hey, 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 hey. I do a hundred sandwiches a day. I could do the two of you at the same time, no problem. <laughs> Fucking great, dude. I loved it, man. I'm like, dude. Oh, I'm coming back tomorrow. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, oh, you had to stop us in our tracks. Nah, man. Oh, what do I look like? A guy that can't do two sandwiches at once? You just insulted him, dude. I love Chicago, man. Oh, my God, dude. Dude, the best part about working with anybody from Chicago is all you got to do is be like, oh, man, it looks like, uh, I mean, it looks like you were struggling. You need some help? Oh. (laughs) Oh, you don't think I can do these two drinking fountains by myself? (laughs) Hey, you just sit there and watch. (laughs) 